Welcome to the LA Soccer Hub podcast. My name is Gio Garcia. Today we have a very special episode. Lots of news around the MLS on what's going to happen in the future. But we have a very special guest. His name goes, he goes by the name of Gustavo Ortega. He's helped me a lot in the past. And he also has great experience as a play-by-play announcer for LAFC. And also has helped out with LA Galaxy. Gustavo, how you doing? How you doing, Gio? It's a pleasure to be here in this special podcast, the LA Soccer Hub podcast. It's been a while since we last spoke, but, you know, healthy. Um, happy to be here and talking to you once again about soccer. Yeah, no, it, it has been a minute. And just with everything is going on, you know, I hope everybody in your family is doing well. Um, you know, everything's good, even though, like, L.A. kind of feels like it's kind of uh, <laughs> crazy, you know, a little bit more cautious than other cities. Um but tell me, tell me a little bit more, like, uh, about your experience as being, you know, because I know right now you're covering, um, you cover one of the in the lower divisions or lower leagues. Um, tell me a little bit about that. And you do, I think you do, you do that. You were doing the play-by-play for them, right? Yeah, correct, Joe. And thank you for asking about my family. They're doing great, healthy, and I hope yours are 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 doing well. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Let me tell you something. You know, I've been working for national. Independent Soccer Association, which stands for NISA, N-I-S-A. It's a league, a third division league, uh, claimed by the U.S. Soccer Federation. So it's a growing league. You know, it started last fall, and I've been helping them out, doing play-by-play. This this spring before COVID-19 happened, I was able to be part of the uh, LA Force broadcast team, which was I was doing play-by-play. Uh, thank, and I want to give a shout out to TVE Max for giving me the opportunity to getting me that gigs. But yeah, it's a it's a growing league. Like I said, Gio, it's a lot of local talent. It's growing between the West Coast and the East Coast. The great rivalries coming out. The New York Cosmo uh, team is uh, is coming up as well. Historic U.S. team. You know, Pelé played there uh, mm-hmm. decades ago. But I think it's 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 a league that is really growing, and is really focusing on giving the opportunity to players that have the potential to arrive to the MLS one day. Yeah, no, big. So, uh, so that I'm assuming that's under the USL. That's right below the USL. Yeah, correct. It's it's uh, MLS, then the USL, and then it comes uh, NISA. I mean, leagues like that, you get so many, so many people that can eventually make it to the top league. You make it to the MLS. As LAFC, who was playing indoor soccer like what, a couple years ago, less than you know, less than two years ago, and now he's on the main team. You know, he's coming off the bench. You know, he's playing, and you know, it's exciting time. You know, for the you know, just soccer in America, just for it to grow. And obviously, you being there, obviously, you 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 covering games for LAFC, doing the play-by-play in Spanish. I don't know you're doing some right. English. And mm-hmm. you can see, you know, it'd be, I'm, I'm pretty sure once we get past this pandemic and everything, but, you know, we get back to some things, some normal things, you know, and you start calling games, you're going to be able to see some, you know, you cover the LA Force. Say one of those LA Force kids goes or players goes up to LA Galaxy or LA, LAFC or they go to somewhere else, you get a see them develop through the time and I think that's one of the cool things in, in your position yeah correct you see players come up through the system well right here in the Nissa soccer league we have players who actually come have played in Mexico in the Liga MX 
and as well other players who have played at the USL level and as well have reached the MLS teams or their academies. So I think it's a it's a good time for US soccer and the and their development in players to grow and hopefully we see great potentials and seeing players like that, you know, just move up little by little and get into that pro level. It's 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 very special. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's one way just to continue to grow the sport within the country. Um, so now to the topics. We have a lot of things that's going on right now with MLS. Obviously, right. Uh, LAFC, LA Galaxy. Um, you know they, you know they, they're going through some struggles of training or they're trading. Um, but the big news that broke. There's a couple things that broke today, this week. MLS is proposing the first thing that broke. MLS is proposing cutting salaries by twenty percent. Um. I'm not surprised by this. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I saw Don Garver. He, you know, he took a pay cut. Um, I'm not surprised by this. But what what did you make of this proposal that the MLS meant to the MLS Players Association? Well, I think uh, the MLS is pretty much looking out for the best of not just the 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 league, but also helping out those in need. You know, because you you have to look out for for personnel who works for MLS. Um, for the clubs as well, trying to maintain that e- economy up to level because it there it's hard times. Mm-hmm. And you you mentioned that twenty percent. Luckily, they have lowered that percentage because, like, three four weeks ago, they were t- where they were talking about a fifty percent pay cut, mm-hmm. but only yeah. to those players who made more than a hundred thousand dollars per per season. But now it's only twenty percent, but it'll include every single player and like I said across the board but it's something to take in consideration because it's gonna be a lot to work on since we have players who make a little bit of money uh others that have the dp players who make a lot more money you have to see in consideration how that's gonna affect uh players and their families some live in small markets some other players like here in la you know, you you and I personally both know how expensive it is to live out here in LA. So mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting to see how how that works out for for all the MLS teams. Yeah, I mean, and you're right about that. Obviously, the the the, the player, the MLS is looking out for like obviously the longevity. I know the NBA, different sport. They said that fans, you know, make fans make forty percent of the of the revenue. And the yeah. thing with the MLS too, like. I think their 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 TV deal, they, they it's like a ninety million dollar uh, TV deal that they got. They don't make that much money off their TV deals like other teams do. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, it's 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 what they got to it's what they got to do because of you know what what's at hand. And obviously, you don't get fans coming into the games, buying tickets, buying jerseys, and all the and all the different things. Obviously, I know when they were saying that at first they were only going to do the top heavy. They only wanted the top players. I know they had floated mm-hmm. the idea if they wanted the players that made the most money to take the pay cuts. But I'm assuming like Carlos Vela and Chicharito were going to be like, yeah, not if I'm getting you know my money reduced. Everybody got to make their money reduced. Yeah, I'm assuming that's what they were thinking, you know, because you don't just want to mm-hmm. do that to the to the players and not the rest. But I mean, a 20% cut just throughout the whole league. Uh, it makes sense. I mean, as long as these players could come back, obviously, um, come back and play eventually with fans. I don't know. I don't know if that's going to happen um, anytime soon. Well, at least in California, 
or at least in LA, because I know they had said no games with fans until 2020. I'm assuming we're not going to get into politics or anything, but uh, maybe until there's a vaccine or something like that. I don't know. That's when we can may see fans. Um, but yeah, they're going to have to be very creative because uh, right now, I think one thing that, that benefits the MLS, uh, mm-hmm. if you look at the positive side, if they're one of the first pro teams that are, are the first to play on TV, you know what I'm saying? If they get ahead of right. baseball, if they get ahead of the NBA, a lot of people may tune in more into the MLS and watch soccer, you know what I'm saying? Because there's Correct. nothing else gone. Obviously, UFC had their, their, their fights and their matches, but that's not a that's not a team sport. But I think right now it's a really, really important time for the MLS. Obviously, there's a lot of risk, but if they do say, I know there's there's been talks about them moving to Orlando and playing games over there, which we'll get to, but this is a great opportunity for the MLS to play, to be one of the first, to be the first pro league out there and be showcased for other people in America to watch this sport, you know, whether it's on ESPN or Fox Sports or wherever, you know, you're going to get a lot more people engaged. I I would say you're going to get a lot more people engaged that wouldn't watch soccer necessarily. Right. And you really talked about how the MLS is going to make their money, but it's, it's really a league who relies a lot on two large, two large um, sources, which is a revenue from sponsorships and as well as ticket sales game day, especially because that's, that's where exactly. the money is at. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's going to be tough for teams to play out there. Like you mentioned, and it's not going to be the same, you know, no, not having that support and uh, that sale from, from going to the bank or to dignity health sports park, you know, I think it's going to be a whole different environment, but, uh, we'll see how the league plays out because, you know, I was reading actually an article from the LA Times from the great Kevin Baxter mm-hmm. that even there's there's pretty much the league is preparing itself maybe all the way until September because, you know, like the governor said uh, he was trying to be optimistic. Hopefully by July we'll get something going on here in the sports world but it is is doubted to do so because if there's a rumor that they might extend the to stay at home orders all the way to august and yeah. with that being said it, it it's it's gonna be tough to see la teams play with fans here during the summer yeah i don't well i don't even think there's gonna be i think the possibility of uh lafc la galaxy playing at their home stadium is a is a possibility but Playing it with fans, I don't, I don't think that's a possibility. Maybe this year, um, you know, mm-hmm. because even, if, even if they say everything dies down and everything like that, I don't think they're still going to have those massive. I mean, the benefit about the MLS is like, no, no. I mean, uh, dignity, you can hold up to twenty five, thirty thousand fans. Uh, the Bank of California, you can only do twenty two thousand. You know, it's not like right. it's not like the NFL, MLB, where you got like sixty thousand, fifty thousand. You know, like. Some of the health stadiums are like ninety thousand, um, but I mean the benefit is that is it's outdoors and you don't have that many fans. But it also comes down to the local health officials. Um, so I don't I can see them coming back to this coming back and playing at their home stadiums, but I can't see them their fans. And I think they're gonna have to be creative on Correct. selling their jerseys online or selling yeah. you know like you know I saw like in the in the, or be. 
or behind the scenes packages. Yeah, no? yeah, you're behind for game days. Yeah, or what I saw like uh, um, was it was it like a German? I don't know a team in Europe. I mean, let me just say that a team in Europe was selling cutout boards of their fans and they're placing them on the stage oh, yeah. for twenty dollars, <laughs> and that's a way to make some money. I guess you can you know you can do that, but um, it, it only makes sense if the uh, for me if the fans get to keep that. Um, but yeah, but nevertheless, moving on to our, uh, to our <laughs> you know, to our next topic. That so, like, like I said, the MLS is considering playing games in Orlando, which to me makes right. makes sense. I mean, you obviously one because they have over two hundred twenty acres of land. Uh, they, they last year the game there, so they're familiar with the venue. A lot of players are familiar with uh, with the venue and stuff. And ESPN owns Disney, and ESPN is a broadcast partner of the MLS, you know? So, um, mm-hmm. you know, and what it would be like, you know, all 26 teams from what I'm reading here, all 26 teams would be would be held, they would be lived there, you know, for a period of time. I don't know how long, but it sounds like it's going to be more of kind of like a, a tournament type of style thing, you know? Um, right. You know, and I don't know how that's going to work. It's just a proposal. Um they would head there around June for training camps. And then the, uh, let me read right here what it says. It says, I think the league is at a stage. This is a quote I mean. I think the league is at a stage from what I understand where it's a particular idea, something that they have in mind and are trying to get back from from teams as about as what is it could look, uh, how it could work. To me, what I'm understanding from all this thing is they want to get all these teams, especially the Cali teams, because I know San Jose hasn't been able to practice. The Seattle teams get all those teams in a state and a city where they can all practice. There's no limitations because right now, if you're in Kansas City, if you're in Florida, you can practice right now. You know, you can do individual right. workouts. And right now, not not a lot of those teams. You know, whether you're in Cali or you know the Seattle Sounders, you're, you're not you're not having the opportunity to do individual workouts. So it makes sense to go there. As far as the tournament type of style things and everything into like that, you know, some games are going to count towards the season, all that. You know, I, I, I feel like I still need to get more information on how that's going to be worked out. But, I mean, I like that idea. I don't like it that it's in Florida on the other side of the country, but I like that <laughs> if this is what it, it, it takes to play games, I like the idea. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a, it's a, it's a gamble. You know, you have a lot to look forward to. You know, we're starting gameplay and within a month, you have to get players ready. You know, like you said, they has to be, I was reading this article that said they were eyeing for June 1st to start the training over there in Orlando, mm-hmm. which is one of the three cities that were they were looking at, Gio, which uh, it was Dallas mm-hmm. and Kansas City as well. Yep. So yep. they do have to do like a three to four weeks uh, practicing, conditioning, get back yep. to shape. So you probably look into starting that tournament in July, mid-July. And, yeah, it's an interesting tournament because, I mean, it's – I'm sure the players will be in a tough situation because they do have to be away from family uh, for a long time, you know, not seeing their loved ones. And the the MLS has to pull in a lot of work because they have to do testing and, uh, during practices, during game days, after game days not just to the players, but also the coaches and as well as the, the ball boys. Uh, yeah, the, the central staff. Yeah, central yeah, staff, central yeah. Groups. And media, the media who get credentials for, to cover the, that, the, that tournament. So it's, it's a lot to look forward to. But 
we'll see because uh, the Bundesliga will get started this weekend. And while their health system is one of the top in the world, we'll see how we can learn from them this weekend, see how they do it, how the atmosphere is. We could probably get a sense of how soccer will be, we'll be looking at for the next couple of months, maybe a year, who knows. But it's interesting because I think it's it's important to see that the MLS is really trying to save their 25th uh, season. You know, it's, it, it was going to be a mm-hmm. historic one. You have players like Carlos Vela, Chicharito, Jose Martinez, and all these great players playing on, on U.S. oil and soil. And I think it's it, it, it took a toll on it because of the of the pandemic, but seeing them work towards something that will get joy out of. But I think it's important to keep the players and the essential staff safe. If they do so, that's a big win for for the MLS. Yeah, no, and I completely agree with you with everything you said. Obviously, you, the the test. I think the main thing with this to work is the testing. Mm-hmm. You know, they got to get all the testing done. You know, it's twenty six teams. You know, say you have 18 to 20 players on a team or whatever. Right. Then you have, you know, you have their media, their their, their PR team, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, who's really going to be there? You know, say, for example, every team has about 50 people, you know, or like, you know, the ball boys, their, their film crew and stuff like that. Right. Like, I don't know. Like, you got to make sure there's testing and how that gets done. All that, obviously, all that hurdle, say they get all that done, everything. Obviously, you did mention that players would be – would potentially have to be away from the family, depending. It looks like they could live there. Um, live. I mean, Disney has those resorts and stuff, so they can, you know, all MLS teams can live in the resorts and stuff. Right. Um, but I think it's just that obviously the tricky part. Do some of the family, are some of the family members allowed to be there? Are they not? You know, what I'm saying obviously that's going to be the tricky part. But yeah, you mentioned you mentioned a great point. So 20 as MLS 25th season and that by all means obviously they do want to save the season right they do want to you know it's historic I mean you have all these big stars that you named um obviously this has affected everybody but I think if you can provide the safety obviously the government officials obviously Florida it seems like the, the governor said he wants all professional you know pro leagues to go there mm-hmm. and they're giving them the green light I think now is the next thing is if you can provide the safety right because you don't want you don't want players to feel like I'm forced to play when I don't feel safe. You know, yeah, because the then they, they think if I get sick and I, where am I going to stay? Am I going to stay by myself? I don't want to go com- exactly. I, I don't want to go home and, and hurt my family. So it's the little things that they're still working on with the uh, MLSPA, the Players Association, which like we didn't mention, Gio, that in the CBA that they were working on, they didn't have this type of uh, terms. If something like this happened, we don't know what's going to happen with the players and all that stuff. So it's something to to look forward to as well. And the- yeah, I mean, you you make you make great great job on your research. You mentioned a great point because they they didn't plan for this. Obviously, I think the the NBA did plan for this. They had like some type of pandemic thing. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the 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 MLS is more of a newer league. They're in the twenty fifth year. Obviously, no one has experienced this. No league has experiences. But yeah, you do make a mention a great point. I think the next step now that is to make sure that the players are safe and they're okay stay because someone is going to get infected. Someone right. Is gonna, not, there's only, I know think someone's going to have, it. I think there's only one player who has been infected. It was from the Philadelphia union and they haven't really mm-hmm. revealed his name, but I think that's the only case we have seen in MLS. MLS. 
But nevertheless, I, some player is going to be asymptomatic. Um, I can almost guarantee that, yeah. but I don't want to say that. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's, you almost can assume that's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? So once that player gets, you know, once that player, one of those players, you know, is asymptomatic and they have it, like, what's the process? What is the plan? Mm-hmm. And once you know the I think once players know the plan, okay, I'm not to be quarantined here, blah, blah, blah. I think once the players know the plan and they feel comfortable with it, they're like, okay, this is what I got to do. Okay, I'm at that quarantine for two weeks or whatever. Yeah, because I'm sure the players want to play. I mean, that's their profession. Yeah. They miss the field. They miss playing soccer. That's what they get paid for. But, you know, if if they're not safe, I don't think they're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's, that's the biggest hurdle. So, MLS has to do is, is to make, make sure the players are safe, make sure that they're – you, you you want them to get their you want to hear their you want to hear from them right. what they think you mm-hmm. know you need to get like the best players Vela whoever from every team you know get them all together this is what we think this is what okay this is what we'd like to see bam okay make sure the players feel safe and then you know you take that month in Orlando to get prepared because another thing that the players are gonna have to once you know they, they say they feel good they safe a lot of people don't live in Orlando no right. one live in Florida right. Yeah, and yeah, Orlando's not really Florida. like a I, soccer town, if I'm not mistaken. Well, no, what I'm saying is the oh. is the weather. Yeah, is the weather very the humid? It's humid. Yeah, very I humid. live in Atlanta I've been, I've been, one summer, and man, I hated it. Yeah, you're so sticky. So Orlando's gonna have an upside, and plus it's the summertime, so it's gonna be sticky. Right. It's gonna be hot. I mean, they're gonna have that. It's perfect for them to have that month. Um, I'm also hearing that you know it's it's also gonna be hurricane season, so yeah, they're gonna have to go through through some of that. Um. You know, there's a lot of obstacles, but I think is getting them feel safe, letting them get adjusted to to the weather, and you know, understand what what's going to happen, and and then you kind of just go from there. Right. Um, but but I mean that that's what I think should be the plan, and that's how they kind of go forward from it, and then you know. Yeah. It, they like, were say, yeah, they were saying like making uh, I believe a group of four, and then play each, each team five times. But I'm still not familiar yeah. with how they want to do it. But it'll be interesting to see who, how that counts as for the the regular season. Yeah, I, I, I was hearing. I mean, um, yeah, if you have all the West, I don't know the Western Conference teams together, they play each other. You know, I think they may do the Western Conference teams versus Eastern Conference teams. You know, mm-hmm. and you can make those games count because you know you're you're, you're going to see each other. Because I think they they were wanted to count this champion as who as the one who will go to the CCL the Concacaf Champions League, because the, most likely the U.S. Open Cup is gonna get canceled, and they're gonna need mm-hmm. a, a champion for that. So that's what how this is how they rewarding this whoever wins this tournament for them to go to the CCL. I could see. I mean that 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 would be a stretch for the CCL. I mean. I can see the U.S. Open Cup. Yeah, I mean, I can see this this tournament being the U.S. Open Cup, but the C, um, like kind of like the Champions League mm-hmm. one. That's kind of like a stretch because that's what I mean. LAFC, you know, I, th- I thought the, all that was going to get pushed back, wasn't it? Well, yeah, that's that suspended. But I'm talking about like whoever wins this tournament, the one they're planning to do in Orlando, like their prize would be to go to the Concacaf Champions League next year. Instead really? of the the champion from the U.S. Open Cup, 
because there's a chance there's a there's a big chance that the U.S. Open Cup gets canceled for this year. Oh, okay. I get, I get what you're saying now. I get what you're saying. Yeah, so I can see that. Yeah, so that's that's what they're trying to they're trying to work on on those details still. I can see that. That makes sense. I mean, if that's what they got to do, I still. I mean, I think I still need a. I think like all of us still need to hear more information mm-hmm. on that and how that's going to work. But some big news that broke today. I got word that LA Galaxy is going to be uh, trading tomorrow. So for the first time, they're going to be having mm-hmm. individual. Yeah, good good news. So they're going to have individual player workouts starting tomorrow. So some of the things that's been going on with uh, with the LA teams is just that. You know they got to go through the proper channels, you know, through the health, the health officials, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, going back, we did see LAFC go to train last Thursday. You know, they right? had individual, not train. Let me, yeah, last Thursday they had individual player workouts. Right. But from what I heard, is they didn't. That wasn't their fault. It was just some miscommunication that they didn't get the the health officials' approval. They got Mayor Garcetti's approval, but they didn't mm-hmm. get the health officials approval. Right. So that's where kind of the mix up was. And then that's why you didn't see LAFC practice. After Again, Friday. Because they didn't, they didn't get, yeah. yeah. You, didn't, you didn't see them because they didn't get, they didn't, they didn't practice Monday or they didn't practice Tuesday because they didn't get the official. So now LA Galaxy has gotten the official. I haven't heard any word about LAFC. Mm-hmm. So now we'll see, I mean, LA Galaxy, you know, uh, start to do these individual player workouts. You know, they obviously, they got to go through all the protocols, you know, have masks and everything, you know, distance and stuff. But I think this is a great way for, like, obviously, Guillermo Scalotto to see the players, you know, get to see who's in shape, who's, you know, who's been working out, who's been staying fit. You know, right. Those are, those are going to be the main things you want to see. But moving forward, this is kind of like, a, 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 you know, you want to have as many as these as you can. If you can have these every day, I'm assuming they're going to try to have these, obviously, every day, this individual work, individual player workout. Um, because I don't, I don't think they're allowed to use a training weight room or anything like that. They're allowed yeah. to use a field, but they can't do anything, um, which is kind of a, yeah inside anything bizarre to me, um, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's that's good. That's good news from LA, LA Galaxy. Um, I know they're they're especially uh, they're, I'm assuming they're itching to be out there because I know they saw LAFC last week and they're I was thinking the same thing. They're probably how did they get on the field and we're not on the field yet, you know. Right. Because they were supposed so, to start Monday, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they they were supposed yeah. to start Monday, but it did not go through. Um, you know, so it's there's a there's a, it's very tricky and I think that's why it's very important. It's important with all these different, you know, it feels like it's a wild wild west, you know, in America. Right. Depending, you know, wherever you're at. But I think that's very important to get all these teams in a, in Orlando or Florida, if that's where it's gonna be, because they now you're playing all, all under the same rules, the governing mm-hmm. rules. You right. Know what I'm saying, and everybody, everybody has the same rules. Everybody's playing under the same rules. So yeah. So I, I that's, that's, that's what we haven't seen San Jose come out and practice. Nope. Yeah, they're they're going through the same thing. Um, but yeah, I mean that's a, it's exciting news. Excited to see what the team shares. Um, with that. But um, but yeah. I think that's all. That's all we have. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to add, Gustavo? Uh, no. Well, just want to say thank you for having me, Gio. It should have been a special week because it was uh, the El Tráfico weekend. Yep, that's uh, true. Tráfico weekend. Yeah, something we we could talk about next time. 
and see what what could have been. You know, after that tough defeat from LA Galaxy against LAFC on the Western Conference semifinals of last year. So we'll we'll have to wait on that. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, you have Chicharito versus Vela. That would have yeah. been amazing, but we'll have to see what's this. But let the let the people know where they can follow you, where they can follow you on social media. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, my at is Gustavo A underscore Ortega. You can find me there. I'll be happy to tweet back and keep you guys informed with what happens in the soccer world and as well as other sports. Yeah, obviously, Gustavo, thank you for being on the show. Guys, thank you guys you. can follow me at Gio Garcia LA on Instagram and Twitter, trying to tweet as much information that's going on there. You know, as much news that, that I'm trying to get, you know, out to you guys. So, Gustavo, thank you for being on the show. Guys, we'll catch you guys next time. Peace.